0: Welcome to the 50th episode of Warriors Offcourt, the San Francisco Chronicles NBA podcast. I'm your host, Warriors beat writer Connor Letourneau, and today I'm joined by center Andrew Bogut. Bogut, who was a key member of Golden State's 2014-15 championship team, rejoined the Warriors recently to provide the team much-needed insurance at center in case DeMarcus Cousins misses time or gets into foul trouble. In the two and a half years that Bogut last played with the Warriors, He's endured a barrage of adversity, including a broken leg with Cleveland, getting waived by the Lakers, the death of his grandfather, and his wife's high-risk pregnancy. In his sit-down with the Chronicle, Bogut was very transparent about those experiences and what they've done to make his reunion with the Warriors that much more special. Andrew Bogut might be the Warriors' backup center, but he's a player Golden State fans know well. We caught up at the Warriors' facility last week about the tumultuous two and a half years he weathered before returning to the Bay Area. I'll have our conversation right after the break. Here's my interview with Bogut, Golden State's new and old big man.
1: Signing in Cleveland, I was there for two days and broke my leg. That's right. when the kind of spiral started for me. Just had a baby um, in Dallas, and then yeah, man, broke my leg it was. Stuck in the Cleveland hospital, uh, hospital hotel for four weeks. They wouldn't let me go home because of the swelling. What hospital was it, do you remember? Cleveland, like uh, the one connected to their hospital there. Yeah. The, uh, whatever the hospital's called, that big ass hospital. In the middle of nowhere. My yeah. wife, baby, that's not sleeping well. Stuck in a hotel room. It's below zero outside. That's when it started, and then finally got home. Started my rehab, and they gave me six to nine months um, to get back on the floor. And I was back. I was back on the floor in August, September, which was. You know, broke it in March, April, so like right. you know, three or four months, and I was back out there. I wasn't 100. percent And then um, we had a few teams talking. Cleveland was just tossing up whether they bring me back or not. And then it was getting later and later towards training camp, and then the Lakers um, reached out. And um, obviously, I have respect for Luke Walton and what he was trying to do. He, they just, you know, wanted me there as a veteran presence in the locker room, and I, um, I didn't want to go because it was a non-guaranteed contract. Um, was 15th spot and uh spoke to rob at magic and um said look i'm not, not really willing to move over there with a the child and wife and yeah it's not guaranteed it's not going to be a guaranteed deal and, and they basically promised me that um look we just want insurance because your injury history if you're healthy and everything's fine we're not going to waive you you know so don't worry about that so i took their word for it unfortunately yeah and you know um I was still a bit slow on the court, and wasn't moving well straight away but got into a pretty good rhythm, played had some actually okay games off the bench. Yeah. And was healthy and they waved me. Um,
0: how, how frustrating was that?
1: It was frustrating just because I mean that's this industry though, no yeah. one no one keeps their word, you know, especially a lot of general managers out there and whatnot. It right. is what it is, you know, and they were we lost ten of eleven at that point and I guess they wanted to you know, I wanted something to, to talk about and get rid of a guy, and they brought in Ingram, which was a feel good story, so I kind of right. took attention right. away from what was actually going on there. Yeah. Which fair enough, shit happens. Um, so then, um, as that happened, I was. I had stayed in a hotel with the kid, wife and kid, and my wife um, my wife just was pregnant for a couple of months, and the kid was losing his shit in the hotel, so I decided. What's his name? Lupa. Okay. And my wife was pregnant, hormonal, so she was struggling a little bit. We didn't, you know, we didn't know what was going on. So my agent's plan was, look, just stay in LA and work out. Probably, you know, close to the deadline or after the deadline be to be the spots you jump on the bandwagon and a playoff team or whatever, yeah. right? So I'm working out. So I end up after like three days, I'm like, look, just go home back to Australia. Got family there, so I sent my wife and child back home in LA by myself for about two weeks. Um, a few deals like New Orleans are trying to fly me in. Like for um, a workout or? Yeah, for a workout. And I was like, look, I'm in shape. Like, you know, so we'll, we'll discuss discussing about coming and getting, you know, guaranteed for the rest of the season. And my grandfather passed away. Um, What's his name? Uh, Miele. M-I-L-E. Um, okay. And he, um, I guess he passed away. And then I was already kind of in a bad space without my kids and my wife. I right. Didn't really know nobody in LA. I had, a, You know, teams were coming to come town, so I tried to catch up with whoever was in town, but I didn't really have anybody there. Right. So it wasn't a great place, it wasn't a horrible place, but I wasn't a great place, and then, oh shit, like, obviously I need to go to the funeral, it's February, whatever it is, it mid February or late February at the time. What was your relationship like? Was he actively involved in your childhood, or was Yeah, he... look, they, they moved pretty far away from us, two hours away, but I liked him, he was just a quiet, quiet man and didn't really say a lot, and, um, similar to me in a way, um, in, that, in that sense. Um, so they, they ended up moving closer towards where we were the last 20 years of their life. Um, but it was more so, you know, the home that they were living in, I bought for them and just let them stay there. And is that, still, so
0: is that outside Melbourne? Or? Yeah,
1: about 40 minutes from Melbourne. Okay. Yeah, we, we lived around the corner, like five minutes away. So, so you, got, you just got closer in that period? Yeah, probably, yeah. My grandma, um, she's got every every game sheet I've ever played in the NBA. Uh-huh. prints it off in a folder. That's pretty cool. She's got them all every year. She'll just print any article she can find from the local newspapers. She figured out to use the internet once I got drafted. What was her name? Stenka. Okay. C-D-E-N-K-A. Okay. Um, So the concern was obviously the funeral but then also my grandma, you know, like, they've been together their whole life. They're very homely people. They don't leave. They don't do anything separately. Was it a
0: sudden passing or was it...
1: Um, He was in hospital so... I got a call. No, sorry, he he'd been in the hospital a couple of, a couple of years before. He had some stuff with his um with his kidneys, but he was okay. And it was just a it was a the way to pass. He woke up, didn't wake up after that after a sleep. Just fell, yeah. Yeah. So uh, then his kidney spell or uh, just just died, just died of old age. Just actually yeah, oh, yeah. stopped breathing. Oh, um, okay. So then they um, my sister called me at like two in the morning. They didn't get the call till the morning, and then then I basically got back there and was like, you know what, like. You know, just mentally it's been a tough tough 12 months i'm just gonna stay yeah. out here and, and then just uh, contemplating about whether i'd go back or not i knew if i came back to america i didn't finish the lakers on a, on a great note people would still question whether i'm healthy and going through all that bullshit i would probably only get a one-year deal right said, so i'm kind of after what happened with lakers i'm not going to sign a one-year deal with now what's going to be two kids pretty soon um so i was thinking about that Amidst all that, um, my wife got turned with a high risk pregnancy. Um, well what was the issue was it... uh, because she had a C-section with our first, the second pregnancy was a little too soon. Um, so there's some issues with the attachment down there and all right. that kind of shit. Um, so I was like fuck. So I was like I'm not gonna move back to America for a year and bring a wife that's you know, it's right. shit right now. Could have you know it could have been fatal more towards her than the baby. Wow i'm like you know what like we we'll to start talking to some australian teams i to stay here and that's kind of how that happened i started talking to melbourne united and sydney two teams and ended up with sydney and, and it worked out great um, as my wife's pregnancy got later it actually the risk got lower and lower and, and towards the end you know she was struggling all the way up she got rushed to hospital two or three times throughout it like fainted and shit. Um, she ended up Having a healthy ended up having a healthy baby, so um, that all worked out. And then is it another boy? Another boy, What's yeah. What's his name? Nicola. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, man, like basically sign, signed in Australia during that period before the pregnancy, and then we moved to Sydney, and the rest is kind of history. Did it in retrospect? Are you are kind of thankful that you had
0: that year in the Australian? Hundred percent.
1: It was sensational. We only play on weekends. Um, one one or two games a week on weekends. Um, Twenty eight games over five odd months um, one road, one or two road trips a month Like the timing couldn't have been better it was awesome yeah, like then, with this situation too. yeah exactly I mean, and it worked out but I mean I didn't even have this in mind right. back then and I'll just be able to be with my family from Monday to Friday you know sometimes with two weeks home two straight weeks at home so right. it was important for me to be around the kids at this age as well um, so then Obviously, this the situation arose and it worked out perfectly. You know, but it wasn't a situation I told Rusty where I was. I wasn't putting my name out there to NBA right. teams that I want to right. come back. The only team I spoke to was Golden State, um, and it was really the only team I considered doing.
0: Philly, Philly was interested. I, right?
1: I, I never spoke to him. I guess my agent. I didn't even tell my agent. Yeah. After, he didn't even know I was talking to Golden State throughout the NBL season. You know, when I, I told him when it was closer to what's happening. It was like, shit, the people still don't agent? Like, what the fuck? Why don't they call me? Um, yeah. But that's how, I, it, it was never somewhere I'm like, I need to get back in the NBA at all costs. It was like, nah, like, comfortable here. It's a beautiful place to live. My wife's very happy living here. And it's three months. And, well, what do you think was the toughest part? Was it the injury in Cleveland? Was it? Yeah, just all that. And just like the stress of having a child, um, you know, and. And not really being around and helping as much as I could, even once we had our child, that, that stressed me out a little bit. Um, you know, that's, that's where it got really hard. And then, then obviously fucking breaking my leg, like, just not being able to do shit. I, it was like my wife had a second child at the time, because I couldn't... I was... I was um, yeah. They put me to bed rest for four weeks, my leg elevated, so I couldn't, couldn't do anything. Like know? she had and, to help you with basic Yeah, like, get up and go to the bathroom, give <laughs> yeah. get, get me food all the time. And you're like, and she's and taking care of a newborn Yeah, too. and we're in Cleveland. Like, yeah. it's not like I can go and sit outside and lie down in the sun and at least get my mind away from things it was like fuck me like sitting there watching you only know, watch so much daytime TV and go on the internet so much I, I went out I, I, I don't play video games Right. I went and thought to of me a PlayStation because I was losing my shit man I yeah. was trying to find, find books like, it was hell man like I don't yeah. I don't understand how people that willingly don't want to work just sit at home all day like you just yeah. Just lose your shit. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: uh, are, does it kind of make this experience even
1: mean more because 100%. you went through yeah. all that? Yeah. Yeah. It's so like it's such a sweet experience, and that's why like, when I spoke to Steve and he was like started off with like, look, we don't know what your roles gonna yeah. be. That's when I said. Like, I don't care, man. Like, yeah. I'm gonna be part of this team, and you know, it's probably the last three months of my NBA career, which I didn't think I'd get anyway. So bonus to me. How's your wife doing? Good, yeah, she's doing well. I mean she's still struggling a little bit from it. Even though it's almost a year after it. But um you know you have two babies in the space of essentially twenty months. So how soon did she get pregnant after you're giving birth to the first um, so the babies are two and a two and a half or two two and four months and eight months so what 16 months yeah they generally want you to wait almost two years after a c-section was that unexpected yeah it was an accident yeah yeah yeah. It was yeah. Too much fun um, yeah but yeah they, they want you to wait two, eighteen 18 months to two two years generally two years just so everything heals up it's basically like an open heart surgery you know right um, but everything worked out well so it
0: is, it, is it tough you know knowing having her, knowing that she had to fly out on her own with the kids and. yeah you know. now? Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, we've got someone coming with us, thankfully. So we've got, okay. some, we've got like a bit of friend help. Friend or? Yeah, friend. Um, but, yeah, it's not going to be easy. Thankfully, it is, there's a direct now from Sydney to San Fran, which helps. But, uh, yeah, I feel for almost 14 hours because a um, younger one's a little little bit of an angry baby. So awful for the other people on the flight. They're going to they're, yeah. they're gonna have a great time. All right. Cool, yeah. man. Well, I appreciate you.
0: I want to thank Bogut for joining me on this week's podcast. I had a great time chatting with him and hearing his story. Warriors Off Court is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. If you like this show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe to it wherever you get your podcasts. And if you've got a minute to give us a quick review, that helps us build our audience so we can keep growing. Follow me on Twitter at con underscore cron and email me at claterno at sfchronicle.com. Support Warriors Off Court and a lot of great journalism with a subscription to the San Francisco Chronicle. There are print and digital editions. Find out more at sfchronicle.com slash subscribe.